Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 266. Not 2066. Or 666. Whoa, dude. No. 266. And is this the... F- no, we already had... This we- is the second episode of 2020. 2020? All right, thank you. Second episode of 2020. You know what people should do if you're really paranoid? Is write out the full date. Did you see that? Because if you just write 20, somebody could like forge your documents. I'm like, who the fuck is... Because they can just throw like a 17 on the end of the 20. And now it's 2017. So you signed this document two years ago. Three years ago. Oh, they could say it's from 1720. No, you can't do that. Because you have to, you just add numbers on the end of the 20. You're being silly. That's not... No, they can't. That's not even... Get well, numbers in the front of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to add... Change the month. You could do that forever. Yeah, I guess. Anytime. Um, no matter what the year is, but I get right. it. I understand it. You know what I mean? I just want to talk about twenty. Well, you're writing still. 19 at the end. You could put 19 and then 99 or 98. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck everybody. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> why are you even talking about that, <laughs> right? Not, no, I, I mean, why are they talking I about it? I don't know. People are dumb. I don't know. It's it's a new year, so there's always like, new year memes. Yep. Anyways, the, we're, we're not, this isn't meme talk. This is the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly Sometimes podcast. Sometimes it's meme talk. <laughs> weekly podcast. We find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesome and bad films of the past and the present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie is revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. You can follow us on social media, at B-Movie Breakdown. Make sure you hit up the Instagram. That's where we post the most. Post most with the. With the, the post most, go, the ghost host with the post most. most with the ghost host. Yeah, post Malone. Uh, so you can follow us there, and you can email us bmbpodcast at gmail dot com if you fuck? have movies you want us to watch or suggestions for movies. Yeah, you send them over that way. Nick, do you have some plugs? Some twenty twenty plugs? Yes, just follow uh, the Instagram where I'm at at Scatterville Stories, where I post drawings and illustrations. And lately, just a bunch of shitty photoshops because I'm working on projects. Shitty photoshops for the podcast Weird and Feared, where we discuss monsters, madness, and mayhem. One of the past episodes came out. I go through the entire bureaucracy of angels and heaven. That's fun. You know why I talk about that, Corey? Why? Well, I call it God Incorporated because I have to set that up before I build up to what I'm going to delve in even more in. I guess that's a... That's a cool... Con- more and more in? That's a coolly... That's a coolly constructed sentence. Coolly. Because if you talk about God Incorporated, Corey, you have to talk about Hell Corp. What is the makeup of Hell? Well, how did Hell get started? Some, they sound like uh, Adult Swim TV shows. I mean, I've got ideas. <laughs> They're fun. But do that. That's cool. So follow the Instagram at you know, Weird and Feared. They got all this shit going on over there. And then just me personally is at Scatterville Stories. But like I said, it's a lot of... Sh- you probably shouldn't even follow me now. For now, it's just shitty photoshops about monsters. Not, it's all good. Drawings will come. I'm working it's on drawings. still good. It's still good stuff. I may or not be constructing a book that takes a long time to create. So it happens. What are you going to do? Uh, so this week on the podcast, we're continuing our uh, newer-ish movies. New that, Year, uh, New You. Maybe we haven't seen or just Nick hasn't seen and probably should have seen. You haven't seen the movie we're watching next week, have you? I have. God damn it. I have. You cock. So it's a movie you have not seen. Yeah, you. Both of these movies, interestingly enough, I saw them with the same person in the movie theater. That was, huh? Alien and Predators. Yep. Bleep that out. I spoiled it. <laughs> you did spoil it. We'll bleep, let's bleep we'll, it out. We'll bleep it out. Yeah. Cool. So this week on the podcast, we're talking about Ridley Scott's Alien Covenant. Also, before we dive into Alien Covenant, if you keep listening, there may be a sub brief revival 
of the reversal at the end of the episode. Just a little bit. Revival of the reversal. But yeah, this week is Alien Covenant. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. 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 I got the right microphone this time. Well, we always had the right microphone. It just needed to be plugged in. <laughs> Your reaction was so good because I was doing a weird look, like a double take, just to make sure before I said anything. And you're like, what are you looking at? And I was just like. And the light was shining perfectly to make it look not as red as the. And I just did a little head nod like, hey, man, hey. <laughs> like, oh. Mics aren't plugged in. Yeah, well, you know what happens. I guess it I did. Guess. We made bad decisions. It just... happened. We didn't make bad decisions. Well, we made a mistake. I never in charge of the microphone. <laughs> I would full heartedly admit we made a mistake, but it's something I never paid attention well, to. Well, it's like the it's like... someone saved us. I will say that, not to brag, because <laughs> if I hadn't noticed, we could have recorded a whole podcast that way. So you're you're not like the captain in this this week's movie. I'm more like the captain. I made the mistake. Which was I just jumped in. You did without thinking, right? Like the captain in this week's. Well, in there was un- pseudo the but, new captain, but unlike this movie, the previous captain of this podcast didn't erupt into flames inside <laughs> of a stasis pod, a cryopod. There was no previous host of this podcast. Man, that- what a weird cameo for James Franco! It's all—it's comical. It's almost funny. Like, it's not even sad and depressing like it should be. It's just like, ha, what? I'm like, Danny McBride's in it too, so there's like that connection with him and him. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like... I was, I was going to say my overall rating of this movie as having never seen it and knowing no spoilers, but I know why there was no spoilers because nobody even cared to spoil this movie. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared. This movie's okay. No, but this movie, you know what this movie did? It came mm. out... Far too long after Prometheus, when when people that did care were pumped, sure. and then it came out, and I think they did a really bad job. I only knew things because I didn't read too much, but I remember saying a thing about it, like Ridley Scott, something that it was that it is like a sequel to Prometheus, but the p- marketing made it seem like here's just a new Alien movie. Well, also if the movie was called Covenant. Just drop the but they had to have the alien connection. It'd be like, you like aliens, you'll like this. Right. Which is like a scam. It's a bait. There's and aliens. And it, but that's, like, it's probably like a Fox marketing thing. Sure, they're absolutely. They probably told Ridley really hey, Scott, like, aliens. If you want to make a new sequel to this, Prometheus did good, but it would have done better if we called it Alien Prometheus. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's the idea there. Right. Somebody at Fox was like, this doesn't of work. Course. So we need to we need to make it work. And he was probably like, well, if I get to make my movie, we can call it whatever the fuck we no, want. No, this is absolutely a man's... This is this is what happens when a man has an idea and thinks about no one but himself. <laughs> He's like, I want to make this... I want to make this story. I have a cool idea with these aliens and like, what if David is like a genetic engineerist, a bioengineer? What if David just decides to go full God mode? Like, again, basically like his creator, Wayland, except taking it to the next... Like, 
to the next level. Right, but he was almost made for the, that reason, right? Well, he, was, he was made to, to carry out Waylon's dream of immortality. Right. So, like... And to keep this thing going, but once he got to where they were in Prometheus and they found this other... This, whatever you want to call it, chemical... Whatever, man. Dust, whatever you want to call that stuff I that was in those things from Prometheus. I didn't think this movie would actually hinge so much on those things from Prometheus. Because, like, I don't fucking remember those things. I saw Prometheus when it came out. Yeah. It's way... It's 2020 now. I still remember those, the canisters and everything. I didn't. And those were the things where they, like, touched the top of them and the stuff came out. And I remember. But... It's, I enjoyed this movie because I did, as much as I did know a little bit that it was going to be a sequel to Prometheus, I didn't know it was going to be, like you're saying, as much of one. And that's kind of one thing that I liked so much about it was that it was like, and they gave me so much more of the one thing I wanted most from Prometheus, David, more David stuff. Where's the story of, of David? Well, you, and this movie gave me the story of David. I want to look back. Can you look up a screen cap and see how bad his head was when he was decapitated? Because him just saying, she fixed me. That seems like some bullshit. Granted, I, I accept the fact that a human would want to fix David. But I think at that point, David's power is in his mind to be able to do calculations and shit for her. That was the head at the end. That's what I thought. She fixed him. How do you fix that when you're a human being? I mean, I don't know. They had a lot of time, probably. Oh, to fix this? The body was still there. It was ripped apart. They just ripped the head off. How do you heal that tissue and connect those wires? How do you connect a robot's spinal column? Yeah. Bullshit. Ultimate bullshit. I don't think that's an ultimate bullshit moment from this movie. Because the movie wouldn't have happened if he wasn't fixed. It's bullshit. No, he wouldn't have. He could have just somehow figured out how to fix himself, told her how to fix him. He's smart enough. Okay. Just saying. And she's be capable of fusing human flesh together? Bio flesh? With what? I don't know. That sucks. I'm more mad now that it looked, I knew it looked like it was rough because I knew it was ripped off. That looks real fucking rough. It does look really rough. It's not, a, if it was a clean break, like, all right. Yeah. No, he's ripped apart. Yeah. Bullshit. It, it is rough. I'm done talking about this movie. <laughs> Have fun. I can't get upset about that because I love the character of David so I much. can. I love David so much. That's bullshit. <laughs> that's dumb. And like, do we, was David, David wasn't even, he has a character epiphany in between movies. He wasn't all on board for this type of shit. Mm, it was like in Prometheus once, once he kind of starts, like he kind of triggers everything. He does. Yeah, He sets it off, but I don't, he, I don't even remember enough, but he, that he sucks. I would have watched the fucking movie if I knew it would this <laughs> mattered that much. But the thing is he sets everything kind of off in motion in Prometheus. And, but he, but that's kind of what he's supposed to do. That moment, it's almost like that Ash moment from the original one, like you know what I mean. He's there for a reason, and it, even in this yeah, one, to capture the aliens. Yeah, because he's there, but he's in Prometheus. But for tell, a reason. tell me wrong, Prometheus was basically he was serving at the behest of Whalen, so Whalen could talk to the creators of mankind and achieve immortality. Right, because he was still alive. He was on the ship. Exactly, that was the point. Right, but then David, because he's this like 
Yeah, he's explain just, David. He's just, you seem to... There was a long time ago on this show when you joked and said I was a robot. So please, give me your insights on why you relate to David so much. Go on. He's just this all-knowing being yeah, who is smarter than like, anything. He thinks on a different level than anybody else. So right. he he got he saw what these creators were doing. Yes, he knows that his creator was made him. Right. So he wanted to create, but better than anything that his creator could ever create, or these other creators who are supposed to be the ultimate creators. Right. Especially once he was able to see that he was how quickly he was, could take them out. The man he's is a, a genocidal maniac. He's not a man. The robot. Yeah, the, he's a thing. He he committed mass genocide of an entire planet. Right. Just I'm, but like wouldn't it, but wouldn't it have been? I just feel like we we're missing like the the crux the like the character development and moment is when he would when we if we would have got to see him betray Shaw yeah we would have got to see him decide fuck it. Even in a flashback, if we would have gotten to see it, it would have helped. Yeah. But like I feel like that would have. Because then those would be dealing with characters we already dealt with and we knew about. Right. But we just kind of get cast, which is always my problem in these type of horror or sci-fi movies. It's basically sci-fi original channel. These characters with no no depth or purpose whatsoever. Right. Little tidbits just to carry the narrative through until we finally meet David. Walter's cool. And they do build Walter. And Walter and David have the pinnacle. Like it's, But then like once... I don't want to talk about it. The whole, the rest of the, once the Walter David thing happens, it's pretty much a vehicle to how do we get Walter or not Walt David? How does David's story get to continue? Yeah, David's story. David's story was set to continue the moment Walter decided to try and gut or throw out these proto xenomorphs by punching it, and losing his hand. And guess what? David cuts his hair because like he's like eventually this is my plan. Yeah. He's like, I, this is what we're doing. The whole time. Yeah. yeah he, from the big, as soon as he cuts his, that's why he cuts his hair. He's yeah. like, all right, I got, I got my get out of jail free card here. We're all right. Yeah. F- fine, finally, yeah. somebody, he's obviously out there sending that message. Yeah, to lure people in. Yeah. If if not for just biomatter or anybody out there, but then to find a, a robot, his model, he's like, got it. Right. Perfect. And they came and they had his model. He's like, good. And not only were they, you know, a catalyst to bring his, his work that he's been doing out there. But also, like, a ship, too. Like, they didn't just crash and, like, he... No. Now he has more playthings. Right. Which like, he would have been okay with that, I'm sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. This was, like, the best-case scenario. This is literally the best-case scenario. And it also had one of his... But I think the likelihood of having another version of the David robot was very likely. Yeah, because he's that... Because he was that the model. Was, right. It's they early were using times. it, like, right. universally. Right. So to have a version of that David... Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever whatever version that Walter was is obviously this more advanced version, but um, I do like the tale of the just the model of right. of David's. Like they were like, okay, this one obviously once Wayland had passed. Right. It's like okay, well this guy, this one was too advanced. Like this one was like fucking things up. Obviously, from like the Prometheus thing, probably obviously failing and everything. Well, they also just thought dying. They thought he. Well, they thought David was his his make was unsettling. Like he was too human. So he's like that. Maybe it was that people thought it was like uncanny valley. We're like it's right like, because uh, he because they pretty much gave they, him they, 
Free will. Yeah, because, and <laughs> humans want slaves. They want slaves. Well, they want slaves. They want easy label, labor, and they want to be serviced. But maybe not, because Walter really wasn't a slave necessarily, but... Um, he, I don't think he had a say in his mission. But it wasn't like he was like, oh, I sign up for this. It's like, we built you this, what well, you're fucking doing. Well, maybe if you want to build like an AI that has free will, maybe don't make it like all knowing and all like all he's all encompassing everything. The promise you the, made like you made a super villain and then we're like, oh, yeah, he's just going to be our friend. Oh, he knows. <laughs> yeah, we got him to clean the dishes. Yeah, he's not going to be happy with that situation. No, he was upset. This right. whole thing was that he 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 was glad that they had two thousand colonists on that ship. He wanted to destroy them all because he's like, "Fuck this! I hate humans." But the, the problem with the machine, <laughs> like they they also gave him the ability to learn. So the problem is he can keep growing and keep learning. And like, if you want to say make a laborer robot, you don't want that. It's amazing how like that's. I figure in my head when AI AI eventually builds to that point. Because, but I mean, I guess that's what's happening now. Because people want to see how far they can take it. They don't realize, oh yeah, we don't, if we're going to have it do these tasks, we don't want it to be another sentient being. That's dumb. Right. Like, if you give it the ability to realize what it's doing, that's dumb. Do you know, the, did I ever share the link to you? A company in England, I think, was, because I was thinking about why does Walter look just like David? He could look like any person. Like, they could make him that way. But in a company in England, I don't know if I ever shared the link of where like you could get so many thousands of dollars like we could right now if we like decided to give a company in England copyright of our face and I likeness. I was just reading about this today. Were you? You you get one hundred twenty thousand dollars. I knew it was some money, and like then so then I just saw your, this. Today. Your face could be David. Yeah, you could sell your face. Uh huh. Yeah. And there could be millions of robots roaming around the world that look just like you. Yeah. For a hundred twenty thousand. I was like, wow, I should, I should probably do that for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. I feel that's like that's like the guy who created GI Joe. Like instead of taking stock in the company, sold it for like fifty thousand bucks to like. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can have my idea for like fifty thousand bucks, right. as opposed to like one percent stake in the co- the total revenue of GI Joe for the rest of your life. Ah, oh, you don't know at the time though. No. So like, you should want the quick cash. And I mean, I thought I'd be I'd be very happy with a hundred thousand dollars, but then again, when the war comes, I think I can blend in. Although I will, they will, they'll probably take my youthful face, and I will have age when this happens. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like no, I'm I'm one of you, like. <laughs> I, did you like that they not only to distinguish the, the two characters, but that the Walter model had an American accent? Yes. Which to me screams that it's more mass produced. <coughs> I would believe that. So it's more mass produced sure. by Wayland, you know, maybe well, Wayland Utani at this point. Not only did it have an American accent, it had the default, like, generic Midwestern accent. He right. wasn't from Boston. He wasn't from Maine. Right. He wasn't from, like, Texas. He wasn't from Alabama. No, very just, Midwestern. Like, standard yeah. by the cookie cutter. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that about Walter, that it was that's like, a that's, that's, it's a detail that they gave. It's like, so most people will just see it as, oh, it's to dis- distinguish the two characters, which it is. Right. But it's also, there's a reason that it's an American, because they could have gave him just another British, a deeper British right. accent or right. something. It would have worked just fine. But no, they went purposely with a... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Purposely with a, a like a, an American accent that was like very generic and... Right. Midwest, and like, I kind of... To me, that screams how mass-produced that 
just not even that model, but just David as a whole. Also, if you're selling, if you're on your same line, your same line of thought, if you're selling mass produced creatures to like the Americas, you know what always sounds superior to people? The fucking English accent. So imagine you have this super intelligent being with an English accent who's you bought to wash your fucking dishes or fold your laundry. I'm just assuming what people would buy a robot for. Or to be out in the yard like raking shit. As he's up, as he's performing symphonies in his head, quoting like Shakespeare, and he's just like, "No, <laughs> I'm surprised this universe doesn't deal with a robot rebellion. Like it deals with little little moments, but like, um, can you imagine like a mass? There had to have been one on this planet. Um, there had to have been a mass David uprising. There had to have been. If there's tw- if there's even two hundred people as smart as David roaming the earth, <laughs> humanity has no chance. Well, it depends on how many of them they." Killed before they were, they started making the Walters or, you know, it could have been the Billy Bobs. I don't know, you know, however, whatever the model that comes out, you know. Imagine if you're smart as David and you're sent down to the deep south and they're like, what's up, Billy Bob? And with a still British accent, it's like, I'm Billy Bob. I prefer to be called Defiant. What? Defiant. It's a little on the nose too, by the way. That's like a transformer who like commits, who like sells merchandise behind, like who runs like a black market called Swindle. A little on the nose here. I think we know what you're about, dude. Right. Well, I mean, look at Walter or David. I mean, just with the Osmandius. He well, also he picked his name, and he looked at the statue of fucking David, king of the Jews, ruler of an entire country, took down Goliath. Ha! Oh, he knew what he was doing. I also like that that that. In Wayland's house, he has the statue of David, which is most likely like right the original. Yeah, no, it is. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like that's how like absurd it's like that character. I own this now, and I and that's something that is interesting too. That we get these little tidbits about Peter yeah, Wayland. The most interesting parts of the movie they don't dwell on. Well, you had some in the last one. You Not had some enough. In this one. No, you could almost make you could make a whole movie about Peter Wayland. I also feel with Guy Pierce playing him. That's a, oh yeah, I absolutely. think it's a great choice too. Guy Pierce is a highly underrated actor. Yeah, he's real good. He's a good, good yeah. director too. What was he directed? Didn't he direct like the first Sherlock Holmes with uh? What do you think of Guy Ritchie? Fuck. <laughs> guy, what's his? Who's this guy? Guy Pierce. The same guy. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they're the same. No, Guy Ritchie is not, not. They don't look anything alike, and don't they both like do movies? They both do movies. Guy Pierce is in movies and Guy Ritchie directs movies. Guy Ritchie looks like that. Yeah, they look the same. And Guy Pierce looks like that. They well, what look... else has Guy Pierce done? He is in Memento. Yeah. And he's in uh, a ton of movies, man. Memento being the biggest. LA Confidential. Isn't, isn't it, who's in, who, what guy is in Iron Man? Is there a bad guy in Iron Man? Or is that a different person? He's in Iron Man. Yeah. He's Iron the, Man three. Yeah, Iron Man three. Yeah, he's a man. The the Mandalorian. Yeah, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Aldrich Killian was, just, was his name, was but he funny. was the, he was the yeah uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, the Mandalorian. <laughs> what do you keep saying the Mandalorian instead. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, I mean, and and um, yeah, Trevor played the fake Mandalorian. <laughs> Stop calling him the Mandalorian. <laughs> Trevor. The Mandarin. The Mandarin, yes. <laughs> Mandalorian. <laughs> it's so, Trevor. It's so funny. But yeah, but I um 
Guy Ritchie is not the same. Guy Ritchie was once married to Madonna. As I well. knew that. Anyways, he did the Guy Ritchie did the Aladdin. Aladdin? Yeah, he did the new one. Did Guy Ritchie direct? He did direct though the Sherlock Holmes. Yes, yes. Okay, the two Sherlock Holmes movies. Good. Yes. Okay. Which is weird, like. With Robert Downey Jr. and he's like doing like you know like a British accent. Yeah, stuff. which he, I, guess, I mean people seem to be happy with that. Yeah, he's Doctor Doolittle in this new Doctor mm-hmm. Doolittle movie with mm-hmm. a British accent too. Yeah, he, so I mean, I guess once you can nail that, usually it's the reverse. Usually the English guys do perfect American accents. Doesn't usually go as great the other way. Yeah, uh, I feel like I don't know where on the ball we're on this weird guy Richie's. Sorry, kick. man, we're in my head for a second. No, it's okay because I I love Lock, Stock, Two, Smoking Barrels. I yes. love Snatch. After that, now. I mean, the Sherlock, you know, the Sherlock Holmes movies I thought were okay. I thought they were good. I thought the first one's better than the second one, but I thought they were both just okay movies. I also still love the idea. I love the idea of using like radio technology as like the main crux is like this huge, <laughs> but like at the time it would have yeah, been, right. but it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I thought those movies were okay. They're good. I like um, them. I like them both. But since really like Snatch, like Rock and Rollo was like an okay movie, uh, but I did, the, I really did enjoy uh, the Man from Uncle. Yeah, I didn't see that. And uh, I, I think nobody saw that movie, really. <laughs> but it was I watched it one day, and I was like, man, dude, nobody saw this fucking movie. Had Henry Cavill in oh, it. The Witcher. And, uh, yeah, Superman, The Witcher, and uh, Army Hammer. And I thought it was a fantastic movie. It's about, like, Russian spies and stuff. And I like those. Yeah, I, I, I thought Man from Uncle. I never obviously never saw the TV show or anything, so... But I thought The Man from Uncle was an awesome movie. But then, uh, but then that King Arthur movie came out like a couple years ago that looked like garbage with uh, Jax Teller from uh-huh. Guy Ritchie's just hot on him. He's in his new movie too. There's this movie called The Gentleman, and that looks cool too. That looks almost like a back to like form sure. of like we're going back to snatch, lockstock style of movie. But he's in that too. I think Matthew McConaughey's in that too. Yep, Matthew McConaughey. That's cool. Yep. Anyways, right. so since we established what no, guy, we just we established what guy is in this movie. Yes, guy. But the Pierce, point he was yeah. in the time machine. He yeah, I know all these things. I just confused. I merged them into one guy. It's one of those things where the universe is. Just he was alone. on. He's on that um, Christmas Carol. That's fine. That came out. I Did you see the commercials for that? No, I don't care to see that. It's on FX. It was like a horror. I mean, oh, all right. Christmas Carol horror thing. He plays right. Ebenezer Scrooge. Huh? All right. Well, we're, this is we're just yeah. now we're spiraling. We, we are spiraling. We can't it's, do that. It, right. But getting back to Guy, my point is Waylon Utani. That's his name now. That's what I said. Peter Waylon. I, I did not mean to say his name was Waylon Utani. <laughs> That's stupid. Oh, corporations are people, friend. Corpor- and corporations do merge together eventually and create mm-hmm. Waylon Utani. So. Yes, but Mr. Waylon, like that sub, like that. That's where I'm the most interested. So whenever I watch, I'm when I'm watching Prometheus and when I'm watching Covenant. In my head, my brain is turning about all these cool ideas, but on screen, I'm just watching people make the worst fucking decisions anyone could possibly fucking make. Stupid. This movie is just okay because there's cool stuff to me. But there's this non like the stuff we talk about. But like we're making more of those things than the movie does. Like they're throwing at us. The stupid decisions are just like when you're watching oh my when you're God. when you're just frustrated over characters in sci-fi and horror movies who always make bad decisions. Because we know at the end of this movie they're all gonna I well when he's making it, he like it's like again, it's a guy writing a story for himself. He knows like I gotta have people here like blah blah blah. This guy's religious. Wait, well, he's telling the story of David. This guy's religious. This guy, and that's the interesting part. Right. So like, 
and this guy is religious. He prays, but I never, we never really, he makes like a little prayer when like the guy dies in like the field or like, you mm-hmm. know, he's like, ah, oh, he's like, oh, I'm saying my whisper stuff because no one can know that I believe in God or they just, I mean, people know, I guess, but, and even that, introducing that into the universe, how like their mind, the Christian or like the religious person is a minority cool thing to maybe talk about yeah not to use as a bullshit plot device for why this company hates him but the reason why the company probably hates him is because he's an asshole he sucks <laughs> he's an asshole he, he sucks. sucks he's garbage should have stuck with being dr manhattan he probably would have had a better time is that him that's the in the movie cool billy crudup well he sucks yeah, and, and, and dr manhattan is like a david character oh <laughs> 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 oh Yikes, right? Like, yikes. Right. And he's, he's even thrown out Osmodeus shit in there, David, you know, actual Osmodeus. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, because he just wants to be the... the yeah, he just wants to be God. Just the top guy. And that's... <laughs> the top guy! <laughs> True. He does. He just and wants, that part's cool. That's why he took... And, like, that's, like, one of my favorite... All my favorite stuff in this movie, and that's why I think this movie is worth watching, if you were a fan of Prometheus, is for the David stuff. Because that's all my favorite parts of this. Once you once he shows his face, yeah, it's fun then, and it's like it's time. Well, we're gonna explore, see what he's been doing for the past ten years. This is what he's been up to, and you really dive deep into that madness. It's like whoa! It's like right. you kind of get to experience it with the characters at the same time like, of just like what? like what has he been doing, and the fact that he's been messing with these things and. He obviously because he because he dropped that shit all over the place. It created those all that little. Yeah, he fucked. Yeah, it just it mutated the world. Yeah, that's why the world like they mentioned no animals, no nothing. When we when he when the the virus drops on the um the creator people the engineers I guess is what engineers is what they were called. I mean, cool. Anyways. When it gets dropped in the engineers, you see xenomorph-esque creatures bust out of their bodies. We never see any of those. No, because so like what? Because one they just it's died. An entire maybe? planet. Yeah, but there's none left around the right. origin spot. Right. The, the, well, there's, there's no townies. Also, look at all the stuff he's been doing with them. Well, he's also he has a ver- all sorts of them just displayed all over the place in his thing. They, they so, might know to stay away. Maybe so, that's true. <laughs> well. You saw the one was like very like, you know what I mean? Like very like yeah, because he's learning how to fucking talk to them. That's what I mean, though. So because they have this relationship with them, with him, and he treats them like he is their master. They leave him alone. Maybe when he went down there after everything was all said and done, they just kind of like he's like he just looks at them. And they go around to charge him and he doesn't show fear. And he's just like, he breathes in their face. And they're like, they cream their pants. Like, oh, David. <laughs> I did like, uh, I think they call the name of the xenomorph that is like the white. Yes. Like, kind of baby, yeah. whatever. What is that? It's like Neomorph. I thought that's what they saw. They're calling it. Newmorph? Neo? I guess Neomorph. That sucks. But I did like the way it looked. It looks super creep. Right. And... Um, I guess one big inspiration uh, from... Was Mr. Geiger? Was, no, not... He's a god himself? <laughs> not just him. An art um, god? With that goblin shark. You ever see those goblin yes. sharks? That was the inspiration for those. And that's almost like makes all... I mean, if you those things look like... Look up, pull up a, neo, a neomorph. Neomorph. It's fun, because I, I have a goblin shark memorized. Yeah. 
But like that's even scarier. That's even scarier. That's even scarier than. And then what's a neomorph look like? Show me that fucker again. He's not jumping around the screen like a psychopath. I see. They they flipped his head around. He's got the teeth though that come out kind of like. I mean, I see the inspiration for that. Yeah, I like the I like the way that neomorph was. I like that it was almost more like, a little bit more human like. Than the sure. xenomorph, right? Where the xenomorph is a little more animalistic, but it was just a—I uh, don't know—I thought it was an interesting. I remember when we were see, when uh, seeing this movie in the theaters. Some this guy click on the click on the art stuff as you're talking. I just want to look the at the guy. That. This it was a guy like next to me. Oh, those two. Okay, I'm listening. Oh, that's a toy. It's a NECA. Oh shit! Well, how about that one? Is that the model kind of? I guess. Yeah, I mean he's he's a cool guy. I just remember a guy, I like the little bloody mini one that comes with it. Yeah. Um, the um, I remember there was a guy next to me though in the theater that was like very upset and thought that the the com- trailers and stuff had tricked him. Oh, they weren't gonna show him actual aliens. Yeah. I, have... I thought it was the regular one. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Literally said out loud. I thought it was the regular. I thought we were getting the regular alien. Telling the guy next to him how upset he was about the the alien. Did you see him calm down when the actual one showed up? Yeah. Or did he like stand up and applaud like? (laughs) No, he just didn't say anything at that point. But it was just like, yeah, it's like this is a different thing. Like we're gonna get there. You know what's like? Calm down. There's a reason that it looks. We gotta get to that point. There's like there's like forty five minutes of explanation about this. Like, this is a movie that's called a movie. <laughs> right. You get an and, explanation for and this. And this movie, this movie is just David. And did plot. you not see Prometheus? It's clearly leading up to this. We're right. leading to this. Right. David's doing crazy experiments and crossbreeding, and he eventually created those eggs. He evolved that species into creating, into coming to life I f- in those. And I will, I will say. All right. We didn't create those eggs, human, but human, he helped the evolution of Human those. beings, every dog on Earth used to look like a wolf. Human beings genetically engineered before technology existed into different breeds. Same thing with cows mm-hmm. and other sorts of domestic creatures. Plants, fruit. We did that before we could do lab shit. What David is up to is a very extreme example of that because I do not think he has genetic technology to gene splice things. Well, so how is that happening? But those engineers, what did they have on their planet that they were creating all sorts of different life and things like that? I don't get to see that in his fucking creepy lab. You know they had that technology, but okay, where is it? He oh they had they probably just had like like primitive tools it looked like but you know, they were using you, those to well, get vials and he had all sorts of yeah vials in cave town weird stuff yeah and these little cave he even town. had one of those engineers posed as david the statue of david in the corner yeah i mean wow wow dude calm down yeah i understand david is great david's fantastic but it's a lot this fucking guy 
I also, I don't know for sure, but just by watching other behind-the-scenes things and knowing how movies are put together, like how many people were tasked with making all the props in David's lab look like things he might have been messing with. I want to talk to those guys. That'd be a lot of fun. Those guys would explain to me what this did and how David used it more than the movie did because they would have designed it with a purpose. You know, when you make shit like that, like, well, he would have been doing this to make this and then make the egg because how do you have these spore things outside and you manufacture the face hugger out of an egg. How do you do? I just want to know. I'm not saying he couldn't have done it. I would like right. to know how. Well, it's just like it's just like because they were like egg like ish in Prometheus, but not really. And it was like yeah, didn't something jump out at somebody? Yeah, but it what wasn't was like the same. No, it was thing. different. It was different. So that's like that's what I mean. So as he was tweaking these things and messing with these things and. Mixing together the DNAs with the engineers, and because if you remember, there's the xenomorph at the end of Prometheus. Of course, I remember. It looked kind of like the neomorph, right? But a little bit different. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of less like you know evolution of that species. And what I like, and what I don't like. What's cool about the neomorph, and what's not cool about the neomorph are two things. <laughs> One is that it's a different. It's its origin was different. It did not come out of a face hugger, so it looked different. Makes sense. It's all it takes, right? Different origin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Face hugger jumps on out of the captain's chest. You get your xenomorph. You get your alien. Now, we're led to believe David contaminated the face pad on the guy who had the acid scar, right? And we were shown spores in the movie that make those neomorphs come out. The end of the movie should have had a neomorph. It should not have had a xenomorph. I don't think that that's what he put in him. What did he put in him? I think what he put in him was one of those egg, one of those eggs with the little mini, um, z- with the, the little mini face hugger in it. He he, how? Where did he do that? How did he do know. that? Those are mini face huggers that are not. They're not. Those are baby face huggers. He also that had, were led to believe grow into bigger face huggers that make xenomorphs. He also had vials of things where he was talking about. It was a liquid form of. Um, some of the other things he'd been tampering with. I would argue then that would still look different. It would still look different. Yeah, well, and the thing is, though... Because we've seen Z- facehugger xenomorphs latch onto dogs or bulls, depending on what fucking movie you're watching. <laughs> Which version of a movie you watch. Right, but then those look different than normal right. xenomorphs. They always look different. I, I'm wondering, though, like, because that final xenomorph in this movie, you never really get a good look at, other than because he's moving so fast. It's a normal xenomorph, man. I would think it looks like one but yeah I, w- I wish they would maybe there is a deleted scene or something where it shows what he puts on that guy's I mean do you I mean I know you remember because I've talked about it but because like, you see that guy's body later on with the thing on yeah. his chest so you right. know that it came out it came out of his chest right but I wonder what concoction or just one explanation of like okay I have this egg but like but he had the little mini eggs in his mouth. Maybe it was something that he put in his cheek. Those were know. just those were just to hide. He didn't put that in his cheek, man. You saw he puts the pad on. That's yeah. all he does. The guy's not unconscious, really. Right. He's talking to David as he fixes it. Yeah. There's there's some kind of. There's like all you needed was like an extra like two minutes. Well, this also this feels like. He might have intended for it to be this different monstrous creature we've never seen before because it's his movie about David. Right. You get the alien in earlier to show that they exist, and the face huggers come out later, so you know that's going to become in the future. It almost feels like, and it's based on no evidence I have at my disposal. <laughs> Maybe in Ridley Scott's script, he intended it to be a different creature, 
probably a maybe a brand new thing we've never seen before to end the final battle. Could have been. And then we don't get that because somebody decided it's Alien Covenant, so the battle has to be an alien. Could be. I mean, it feels kind of like that to me because he set up... He's, every every time the thing busts out it, over the course of these two movies, it's looked different. Yeah. Here we are. I don't know, that bums me out. If you want to make me pay attention to this evolutionary shit David's up to, why does that look the same? Yeah, it's a weird decision. I don't want you know... Go listen to the last like twenty minutes of the movie commentary to see if he talks about. That it almost makes me want to, but I process. also don't care enough to do right. that. Right, <laughs> but it does make me curious. Yeah. Again, these little details we're talking about. It makes me curious that if they're if he, uh, it feels I, like it should be a trilogy, right? I, right. I would like another movie to see where David goes, but now that Disney owns Fox, that's yeah, probably done. Or, but they know Ridley Scott can draw money. Do they let him make one final third movie? I think it was going to be called like Alien Awakening or something like they that. They had talked about it? Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Because I, cause he has... A, I, 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 yeah, I, obviously I think he, he pretty has. much like wrote these back-to-back. Obviously, Covenant, because, again... Or even pro, after Prometheus, he probably had an idea for Covenant. But, you know what I mean? But, like... Uh, but he's he's writing to an audience of one. Right. He's like, this is what I want to do. With I this. I did like some of the casting choices in this, though. I would say uh, Danny McBride being cast against type, I think, is great. I thought he did a great job. He was fine. and he lives. He lives. He's the well. Nobody lives. Well, I mean, we don't know what David does with all these this colonist of right. people. Uh, but he does quote unquote live. Essentially, uh, he's in a pod in cryostasis. So. Also, un- but, that, yeah, go ahead. Well, sorry. I just want to say, like, yeah. Danny McBride being a cast against type and not being the funny, silly character. He gets to play a, the he, straight guy. Well, he plays a quirky guy called Tennessee. Right. He's who kinda, knows what songs are. He's kind of quirky, but he's not, like, silly and funny. No. And he's not an asshole type, which is Danny McBride's, like, go-to. Granted, he writes most of his own characters. Right. He knows who uh, he wants to be. Yeah. So he knows what he's good at playing. But I kind of like that he was just, like, this kind of straight guy, like, whatever. And then... Usually in these types of movies, the comedic actor, which I guess you could have said was James Franco, but he's also all over the place too. But like the comedic actor who's in the chunk of the movie dies typically. So this kind of went against the grain of like, okay, the comedic guy who you would think would be one of the first people gone. He, he makes it to the, he does to the very end. He does. It's true. So, which is fun. There's that. There's two people that actually live at the end of this movie. Well, we don't know. David just like I got these eggs in my mouth and yeah, I've had them in here. Blah. Toss these in here before I hop down the ship. And like the movie begins with Walter walking down those same corridors and ends with David. I I get it. You know how to construct a thing. But your thing is just because you love Dave and this is your story, you're being paid to tell. And like, didn't this is what I wanted to say. In Alien, they go to a planet. Ripley's ship is the Nebuchadnezzar, right? Or this, that's, that's Matrix. Yes. <laughs> Space shit. Is the ship in Alien is? It has a name, doesn't it? It does. It is the. Oh my gosh! I, can't I know that's fine. Just you'll, you'll get there. We're gonna talk. Uh, Just do a little Wikipedia. It's fine. Nostromo. It's the N. Got me. It's a long name that I don't care about. But they go to the planet. Uh huh. This is my point. 
Prometheus, she leaves in the ship. We assume it crashes on the planet the alien crew finds it on. Right. What? David took it. So it's that's not even the same ship. David took that ship and blew apart the engineer's planet with the virus. And it. David flies off in a colonizing ship. Right. And that planet, all those structures would still be around unless. If that ship's but intact. He left eggs on that planet. Yeah. He also left a lot of things. And that planet was full of life, plant life at least, and rivers. The planet they land on in Alien and Aliens only has the engineer's ship. Well, it's dark and you don't see anything else. You see barren wasteland, man, around the ship. I mean, the fucking planet has nothing else on it. It might as well just turn into a fucking barrier and barren wasteland. There's atmosphere and plants exist. Those things could live forever. And there's there's going to be little bugs eventually. Well, come back. The, the planet that they, that they... I always thought that the planet that they go to is the planet they're on in Prometheus. But there's no ship there. There's another ship? I don't know how many ships they brought yeah. to the fucking thing in Prometheus. Bullshit. That's not the only ship. I thought there were more than one ship in I'm Prometheus. Prometheus. I don't know, man. This is I. I thought, I thought there, was there was a was crashed just... one, and then there's one that they take off in that's like upright. That's the one that's like because remember it can fly like vertically. But the, that's how that ship like flies. Two. I thought there were like two. I thought there was one that was like crashed. You, and I mean, this is important information. I can't remember. I want to say there's just the one ship. Yeah, I don't know how that works. And then because I just, I mean, I could human memories. You could make it work in a in a roundabout way if you made a third movie and had you could show where David. But if that's the planet they go to, I guess there are eggs and stuff there, and there are aliens running amok on the planet. So if that is the ship that when the Nostromo goes, it would kind of make sense to a certain extent. But or if you have or if you have him go back to the planet from Prometheus go full circle and then there is a ship there and he plants all the eggs there something like that like or you just turn this into its whole own thing and ignore it and then david goes back to earth in the third movie and then we get that they we get that story yeah that'd be cool i feel like those i feel <laughs> like kind of the story i want well i feel like the whole franchise fucked up the the ultimate fear was always i always i mean in my as a kid watching these movies which is what children should do watch alien and aliens <laughs> As soon as they can. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, you don't want to be afraid of aliens busting out of your chest or being attacked by a face no. hugger in the middle of the night. Right. You know, that's cool. Right. But the point is, I always thought it'd be terrifying if they actually came back to Earth. Alien and Predator, the Alien versus Predator teases that idea, but because it's set present time and we have to get to the future, that could never happen there. Well, also, those movies are just a disaster. I mean, mixed with Prometheus and shit, no one knows what Whaling Yutani's doing. No one has any idea. I think as his as structure and storytelling goes, those movies were just like, how many how many dollars and butts can we get in the seat? I mean... By throwing this name, these two things that people want. You know what I mean? Freddy vs. Jason did the same thing, but did it well. Yeah, I and mean... Alien vs. Predator just like... There's parts of those movies... The, the, really, the parts I hate about those movies... Is really just like the people hate the fact that a human teamed up with an alien. I that's not even my biggest problem. People hate that though, but that's from the comics they're based off yeah. of. That's not my problem. My problem is just that the movies aren't just they're just not good. They're just not good movies. My, Especially the second one. The second one I like better than the first one. 
I do. I kind of agree, but I. Don't but then there's a battle good. between because you get the pred alien, but they're fighting and they do the fucking Godzilla fight where it's just dark all the time. It's like I can't see this creature. That's why I came here to watch this bullshit movie right. for two hours. And they try to like tease at the end some more things, and you're like, you're not making another one. Yeah, we, you, you guys, <laughs> you guys blew your load here. Sorry. Yeah, I was. Yeah, those movies, they could have been something, but that's this guy who did uh, Resident Evil and stuff. I think that was the whole... Right? Isn't that him? I might have been. I thought that was him. This, The whole franchise is the franchise that, that could have been cool ever since the second one. Second Predator or Second Alien? Second Alien. Well, oh. both both of them, actually. Yeah. There's saw... a lot of people that like this that don't like the second Predator. Because they're dumb. Oh, yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson. He did Alien vs. Predator. He did... He did all the Resident Evil movies. Well, he made his own little universe there. Whatever. He got to do that with his wife. Yeah. She's his wife, yeah. right? So it's just and like... He did, and did Mortal Kombat. Yeah, well, Mortal Kombat's where your bread and butter is. That movie's perfect. And Event Horizon. I like Event Horizon. Uh, I won't complain about that. That's a good That's a good flick. I won't complain but about that. But after that, it was pretty much... Which is why I'm so of... sad. Who... What was the director's name who directed, um, you know, Chappie and those sorts? Neil Blomkamp. Thank you. He... In a universe, I told you this before, but this is for the podcast. In a universe where Halloween can exist and ignore everything that came after the first Halloween, you couldn't have given me an Alien 3 where it ignores everything else that happened and just tell that story? You just couldn't do it? I wonder, I want, I'd like to know why things really fall apart. You get Hicks alive, things. you get Bishop alive. Is he's, Lance Henderson's still kicking, isn't he? Yeah, he's going. Yes, yeah, so you get Bishop, you can get an, an aged Newt, and basically all you explain is that, like, they got to age. I think parts of the Neil Blomkamp thing is, like... What? I think people don't have... I think some studios... I remember reading like uh, an article with him saying stuff about this, about, like, he's having some hard times getting... Any work? Not work, because he has his own whole whatever thing. I thought he was, um, wasn't he making he, this stuff for YouTube? Yeah, All there's right. some good shit on there, too. I saw one of them a long time ago. I liked it. But, um, just I think because the movies after District 9 did, like, okay. They don't trust And they him. weren't, like, critically received, well-received. Uh, Elysium. Uh, was that one with Matt Damon? I kind of want to see that one. I never saw I never See, I never saw it. People who saw it say it's good, but nobody yeah. saw it, I guess. I never see Yeah, nobody saw it. And then Chappie was hit or miss. You either liked it or you fucking hate it. I never watched all of Chappie. But I, what I liked, what I the half I saw, I liked. I enjoyed it. Hugh Jackman's great in there. He was in it? He, yeah, he has a little mullet. He has a little he gets there. weird mullet in that movie. I stopped, I, I stopped it, watching it after the, uh, oh, what's their name? There's your alien connection. Sigourney Weaver's in there. Yeah, which is, I'm sure they mulled it around. He had her on board, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and I, I mean I'm not the biggest Diane Wood fan, but they were fine in the movie. I'm okay with I'm okay with them, and they did. Yeah, Dev Patel, he's great. But in I it mean, too. if you're setting a movie with a and you, if you need a cast like these ruffians from South Africa, guess what? You got some. <laughs> so like you, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah, I thought I I thought I liked Chappie. I, I it was a it's a fun movie. It's ridiculous. The it's, part it's the, ha- the I think I watched the first act and then I couldn't watch anymore. It was a the. the there's an issue with the DVD at one point. Gotcha. So it's like, ah, fuck, I gotta... Then I never decided to get a new copy. It's okay. You're fine. I mean, it's... it's a, I, I enjoyed it. I'm pretty it. sure I could... I should just rent it now. I'm sure it's yeah. not a lot if I could just stream it. Yeah, you could probably... 
find it on I mean, Amazon. It's got it's got the hook I would pay attention to. Yeah. It's got a robot. Yeah, it's a fun movie. And it's got, you know, playing with, you know, pros and cons and moral decisions from yeah, what I saw. Yeah, like consciousness and Exactly. Stuff so like that's that. that's worth fucking around yeah, with. Yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. But they just don't believe in his craft, huh? To, to, uh, I, yeah, to attach I, to I a franchise like that. I remember stuff about that. Like, like, nah. Like, I remember him saying, about, like, there was some Ridley Scott stuff. Like, I heard a lot about that. Yeah, with like, Ridley basically shut down. So, like, they I were heard. making Alien Covenant, and Ridley was doing that, and Fox was like, "Well, we have him doing this," and like, do you know one comes? You know, there's different. There's a whole timeline, guys. Right. So it's like he's doing this, and like Ridley Scott's like saying this, and then like. They were also on the fence already about it because of uh, his I wonder, track record. I wonder why the company went was bought out, <laughs> right? I'm not saying the third sequel to Alien would have saved Fox, but I'm just saying you couldn't have went with, like what the fuck, guys? It would have made you keep making this bullshit, and people kind of show up for it. Right? You shouldn't have, couldn't have gave that one a shot. Right? Yeah, who knows? Well, I guess we'll, we'll probably maybe never know. Maybe one, maybe Disney will be like, hey. We know this sequel reboot thing works. And they're into remaking the same movie again. <laughs> they're they're into doing that. They have Mulan coming out. They're not stopping. Was, Though that actually looks fucking gr- really good. Really good. I mean, there's there is a way to improve on the original it, material. If I was ever on board for one of these, sure. Well, I can't say all live action remakes because one of them was just an animated movie. It was even nominated in the animated film categories that's where it belongs it is not nominated that's in where live it belongs action. but i don't even john favreau who directed the movie what went on talk show saying yeah it's animated it's, it's, a, animated. Car- it's a cartoon everybody just i think because of beauty and the beast and like well, jungle and Book, jungle, they, yeah they, just, they were like live action remake maybe if there was a human in it <laughs> you could say that but no i the aladdin i haven't i haven't seen so I don't know anything about if that's any good or not good. I have seen it, and it's, I mean, it's... It's Aladdin. It's, I mean, it's good, but it's, it is Aladdin. It's Aladdin. I'll, Will Smith is a good genie. He's cool. Right. But the thing but is like, about those movies where it's just the same, it's like, yeah, I just go watch the one I liked before. The one I liked a lot. Well, the one that was attached to your childhood that right. you have a connection to. This one I to. like a lot that most people like a lot. The one that was so good they made, like, a bunch of sequels after it. Right. As opposed to this one who's just banking on that success. Right. Which is... Right. But the Mulan one, like, I liked Mulan growing sure. up. I think I was a little bit, like, older when that came we out. Were, yeah. And But I remember <laughs> liking Mulan a little bit. Yes. But this one looks like a badass movie. It looks like, like, the other one is, like, a Disney animated, you know, and it has some, like, fights, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this looks like a badass, like, war movie. And it is. I mean, it ha- it's Mulan has to be. Right, but it looks like that, though. It doesn't look like Disney. You know what I mean? Like, even, like... Beauty and the Beast still felt Disney. Aladdin, right. it's hard to not because it's like magical. Right. But you know what I mean? It still, it feels Disney. Yeah, but it still has that Disney cartoon feel, which is nostalgia for some. But Mulan, it doesn't feel like a Disney cartoon. It feels no. like a war movie. Which I'm sure it'll be pretty awesome. And it looks looks pretty awesome. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I haven't been on board for going to see any of those. And I'm kind of on board to go see Mulan. And to be fair, the ones I've all the all the ones I've seen, I was in a place where I was being paid to be there. <laughs> Jungle Book, Aladdin, uh, Lion King, all those. I skipped out on the beauty. I don't, never never got played. There's that Dumbo one, the Tim oh, Burton yeah. Dumbo. I forget who plays Dumbo. Johnny Depp. Michael Keaton is supposed to be really good in Dumbo. I guess does he play the ringmaster? Yeah. Oh, he can. Yeah. Yeah. So. I can see that. 
Danny DeVito's in it. In, isn't the new Dumber even like more sad? I guess I heard I it's know. like even. It's more on sad. Disney Plus, and I've been kind of wanting to watch it, but I just haven't got around to it. Just been watching. How are the crows doing? I don't. Uh, okay. I'll go. Let's go watch the old one. Ugh. That's on there too, though. So, yeah. but uh, next week on the podcast, yes. since we're doing New Year, newer movies that maybe not necessarily be movies, new to us. New to us, new to Nick. I mean, you cannot call Alien Covenant a new movie. No, they're newer, I said. I mean, sure. It's like two, three years old. It's newer. 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 I was always told in retail, it's only new if it's six months old. Okay, well. So it's not. Okay. It's not new. Recent. In the grand scheme of humanity, yes. (laughs) Anyways. In that case, every movie is recent. Another one that I know you haven't seen, that's one like this, where it's like, I should have seen, and we kind of already talked about. Am I gonna hate you the more? The titular character from this movie. I think we should watch 2018's The Predator. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, why not? We we let into that. We yeah. did, and I hadn't. I haven't seen it. So. You haven't seen it. All right. And uh, so we'll kind of we'll go back to the to the, the another movie I can have strong opinions about. <laughs> right, exactly. If I want to, right, or I could just have fun. So yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how you feel about The Predator. The Predator. And these naming convictions. Guys, guys, guys. Predator. Predator 2. Predators. The The Predator. Predator. Come on, guys. (laughs) You know how much of a pain in the ass? That's like looking for a Transformers series called Robots in Disguise. Like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Rambo. Or Transformers. Transformers Prime. What? Yeah. Yeah. First Blood. Rambo First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, Rambo, now Last Blood. I've heard some actually positive things about Last Blood. I heard it's just him killing Mexicans. Uh, yeah. Which is not good. Well, I mean, it's Cartel who's yeah, trying to kill him. It sounds so. like it's cliche to me. It does sound... See, that's I have that problem with it. But then It I, sounds like it's generic bullshit. Right. But it's not that, Rambo bullshit. Rambo started off right. strong and See, then became... See, that's how I feel about it, too. But then I he- keep hearing from people who also feel that way that it's still just a f- like a fun movie that's well, like gory as hell and I'm not saying that should be worked into our new movies <laughs> circle cycle, but it's a movie I could also have strong opinions this about. Is true, because the last drama movie I like a lot. I love it. That was movie. Br- it's brutal. This one apparently is fucking out of control, like brutal. But I'm concerned about our. Our plot goal here, and well, someone it gets like Home Alone Rambo. And someone gets kidnapped, and he has to save a girl. Like what the fuck? It looked like Home Alone Rambo. They're coming to his house. He's setting traps. Oh Christ! Macaulay Culkin's his nephew. I think you say his nemesis. <laughs> his nemesis. Oh my god! He's the meth dealer. He's the Mexican he, guy. I mean, who knows? But uh, no, but. but Next week on the podcast, The Predator from 2018. I'm sure you could, it's streaming or Netflix. Or Who directed that? Is Pre- that a Robert Rodriguez? Uh, no. Joint? That never happened. Shane Black. Oh, right. He did. So, he, yeah. you know, he. That's a Guy Pierce connection to Iron Man 3, right? Did he it is. It is a connection huh. there. And Shane Black so is. I got my guys um, straight. Shane Black was in the original Predator. As who? He is with the glasses. Oh, that's him? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, that is Shane Black. He is in the original Predator. Hawkins. Nice. Is the character's name. So yeah, he is in... Holy shit. The, he directed this. He wrote it. Does um, he bring his character back to life? His side no, soldier? No, he's not in it. 
But then he also co-wrote it, though, with Frank Decker, who you might remember from uh, writing Monster, Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps. I mean, we'll, I just... Predator, man. Yeah, Predator. Let's see what happens. Right. But it's like something we talk about a lot of times. Like, why can't we just get... I'm not saying anything about this. It's like yeah, stuff we always say just beforehand. in general, right? In general, like, why can't we just get... Why is this hard? Why is this hard? Why is it difficult? I mean, we, we can talk about Alien Covenant being difficult because that's a man telling his own story. That's yeah, right. That that, that, not that's separate. It's, yeah, that's it's not, that, that's thing. Just, that should just be Covenant, Prometheus Covenant. It just shouldn't be... Like, even though there's aliens in it, it should not be called Alien Covenant. I still believe... I, I felt that way when they called it that because I knew it's a sequel of Prometheus. I did not want them to call it anything but whatever he wanted to call it. Because it wasn't Alien Prometheus, Alien Covenant, so they're trying to start this trend in the middle of this thing he's doing. Right. So like either let them... It definitely was some marketing bullshit shoved yeah. its way into... I guaranteed the movie, if it would have just came out... And Prometheus did pretty well, I thought. Like, I don't... I thought it did good enough to justify this shit. Right. But, so then, like, why can't we just call it Covenant? People right. would understand. Like, yeah. I mean... We have to call it Alien, so people know it's an Alien movie. The last time we didn't call it Alien, not enough people knew it was related to Alien. I mean, you can Well, only... fuck those people if they don't catch on in the fucking trailers, and you can't put a little tag in there or something that it's... Yes. And I know we're wrapping up this podcast, and I know the reversal is dead. But I'm just pointing out the fact that people don't... People would rather watch things that make them angry and they hate than something that is good. This Nothing proves that more this week than the end, the wedding at the end of Raw. You can apply it to any fiction. You can apply it to social media. People want to be angry and they want to hate. The thing is, from what I've seen yes. on like the internet community of wrestling fans, yes. uh, most people don't weren't angry about it. They loved how much of a disaster it was. They, yeah, they loved watching a train wreck. Because people love train wrecks. People love trash TV, yes. which proves the height of wrestling. Was the Monday Night Wars, both companies were trash TV for a while. You had Jerry Springer, which was the, the he the guy. Jerry Springer got a fucking movie. There's a movie called Jerry Springer's Ringmaster. We had to work shit out back in the day. I don't know what we had to go through as a country. <laughs> As a nation? Well, I, I feel like it started with cops. Yes. It's like the beginning of like trash But then TV. it's like, get him in here. Let's talk to him. <laughs> Let's talk to him. Let's have a whole thing. But Because it's it, it's not said. It hasn't really been said much anymore. But I remember wrestling was always a soap opera. And people would call it soap opera for guys, which women watched it too. But I mean, so it was soap opera for guys was, the, was like the right. hook. And that's the... And, this things like what you're talking about is the reason a wedding and then this person comes out this person you thought was gone like you could say dead in a soap opera because people die and they come back or whatever right. and it's like this person was gone and then who are these characters and then well, you know who's coming out of that damn cake when's he gonna do it and then he dies and and you have a priest that's just yelling random things. It was like, was he even supposed to be talking? And also, that's all I kept thinking about the entire time. Every time he opened his also, mouth, also I hated his goddamn fucking face. It was like obviously Liv's coming out to say it's Lana. Obviously, that's the swerve. Obviously, and when it, you when he when she says it, the priest is like, gay people." I'm like, "Oh my god!" But not even just the face. He says something. He goes like, "What?" Yeah, he's like, I was like, "You're." Ru-. 
The moment is fine. It's already shot. It's already the shocking thing. What is this guy to like? Was he supposed to even say anything, or did he ad lib that stuff? It felt ad libbed. I feel like, like, I haven't been watching it a little bit, but like it, that doesn't even matter if I've been watching or not. The stuff that guy was saying felt like he was not supposed to be saying those things. And how about how about how much we both love Lana and Rusev and Liv Morgan, and this is the storyline that gets them and nine Bobby's point li- and Bobby and, Lashley's yeah, ass and Bobby Lashley's ass. I mean, it was a wedding where we were his fucking sisters. Anyway. <laughs> they should have just said Sammy Zayn. <laughs> that would have been a, right. Just, uh, so like now everybody has experience. And they can all go off and do... But and even if you have Lana and Rusev team for a bit, just like a tag, mixed tag... Lana, Lana and Rusev... Uh, sorry, Liv and... Liv, I, can't Lana. Wait till the, I can't wait till Lana and Liv Rusev... Liv is reposting pictures of oh, she's going all in on Disney World last year. My favorite picture... There's one with Rusev in the background that's being my a favorite. creepo. That's my favorite. And like when it was posted, I saw it. Someone just goes like, Rusev knew. So like... That's hilarious. Yeah, you know what? Because Liv Morgan wants to be in TV and wants to be a wrestler. And if this, and if, and by God, that's probably the same attitude Rusev and Lana had. And God damn it, if this is what it fucking takes to get on TV, here I am. And look at there, the main event of fucking Monday Night Raw. What and if, have, on two videos to combined, 9.4 million 9. views. 9.4 million views. Combined views. The total ratings for AEW and NXT every week don't even equate to anything close to that. It's like it's 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 six figures. It's usually hovers around like seven thousand yeah. eight hundred. Uh, uh, yeah, seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand. In today's world, yes. that's what it's about. YouTube views, right? So like they've made the jump. Like, and I mean Paul Heyman, man. There's a reason why AC, ECW the, did what it did. The video with Lana, the wedding thing, has on the WWE on Fox channel. Yeah, has more views than the CM Punk re-debut ish, whatever you want to call it. On I mean, their show. All you needed was like, like, uh, yeah. Don Marie, Santa with the kendo stick. This is Paul. He knows people that. Well, there's, yeah, the thing with Raven and the baby. It's the same, or, man. You know, it's not. It's the same. It's not your baby, you know. It's, it's the same. It's, a, it's Tommy. It's not my wife. It's your wife. It's not my husband. It's yeah, your husband. Paul is the is the and he's just because he knows he, is, he can, human he can r- just play it so well. Uh, um, this is but like Dan Carlin's hardcore history. What makes it interesting is because he's like these crazy things happened like hundreds of years ago, and like they may have different cultures, different societies, but they had the same exact human brain we have. So the same sit the same shit applies. It still activates us. Right. And that's what we got on Monday Night Raw. Yep. Holy shit. Well, this, that's not what we're getting next week. Well, this was B-Movie Breakdown. That's B-Movie Breakdown, but that's not what we're getting next week. Like I said before, The Predator. Yeah. Check it out. It's available streaming all, all right. over the place and whatnot. So for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. Yeah, I am. Nick is here tonight. Nick is here tonight. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Be-